What's up, this Shaq Barrett, outside linebacker of the Tampa Bay Bucks, and you're listening to the Fresh Fantasy Podcast. What is going on, everybody? I hope you're having a great day today. This is Alex from the Fresh Fantasy Podcast. This is the 73rd episode of Season 3, and today we're talking about The Edge Week 14. The Edge, for those of you that may not know, is a tool created by the 33rd team that shows what players succeed and don't succeed against what type of coverages. That's why we are here today to talk about the best stats to find out what players are going to be really good or not good this coming week. But you can find it at the 33rdteam.com slash the dash edge. I think it's the greatest fantasy football tool ever created. I think my co-host would agree with you. There is nothing better. And that's why we're here today to bring you the best stats possible for this coming week. As always, I am joined by my co-host, Ben Wolby. Follow him on Twitter at Ben Wolby. He is unreal amazing. But Ben, we'll throw it to you today. What is your first stat people need to know for week 14? Yeah, well, if you think I'm unreal, I think Miles Sanders is going to be unreal this week. Going up against the Giants, whose rush defense allows the second most yards per carry and the fourth most yards per game to opposing running backs. And if we look at who Miles Sanders has played this year, when he's played those really bad rush defenses, he has been stellar. Three of his best games come against Green Bay, Houston, and Detroit, who are all bottom 10 teams in football outsiders rush DVOA and the Giants rank sixth worst just behind Houston. The Edge actually has a new trenches tool. Uh, Highly recommend you check that out. But we can see that the Eagles are first in rush block success rate and sixth in yards before contacts per attempt, whereas opponents against the Giants are average in success rate, but third best in yards before contact per attempt, which for me means it's a smash spot for Sanders, and I'm firing him up as a high-end running back too. I love Miles Sanders this week, but not as much as I love the Cowboys' backfield with both Zeke Elliott and Tony Pollard. They're each seeing running back one-level workloads. I mean, Zeke this year is averaging 17 touches per game, and Pollard is averaging 15.3 touches per game. And they're playing a Texans defense that has allowed the single most fantasy points to running backs this year, but it goes deeper than that. These Texans are allowing 5.1 yards per carry and have given up the single most rushing touchdowns in the NFL this year. They also are allowing the most rushing attempts per game in the NFL. And there's a chance that the Cowboys get Tyron Smith back this week, which would be a massive upgrade for their offensive line. He just practiced for the first time since August 24th, and there's a chance that he plays this week. I love Zeke. I love Pollard. I think that both these guys are in for big weeks. But is there any other Cowboys, Ben, that you think could also be in for a big week beyond these guys? I mean, this team's averaging 40 points per game over their last three games. Yeah, absolutely. CeeDee Lamb is somebody that I really love this week because of his matchup. The Texans are running zone at the highest rate in the NFL. CeeDee Lamb has the eighth most points versus zone, whereas Dak is the ninth most fantasy points per game versus zone. You mentioned that the Texans have obviously been very bad against running backs. So yeah, they are in a smash spot, but CD still has a 30.5% target share. That is the third most in the NFL. He will still be the primary wide receiver getting the ball, which to me makes CD Dak and one, if not both of these running backs, an interesting, an interesting DFS stack. Yeah. I love both of these guys. I think they're both going to be great, but another wide receiver that I also love is my start of the week of all starts of the week, regardless of position. And that is Amon Ross St. Brown. 
Amon Ross St. Brown's playing Vikings, who have allowed the most receiving yards in the NFL this year. We talked about Garrett Wilson last week, you know, with this same stat, and he had 140 yards. I expect something similar with Amon Ross St. Brown, especially because the Vikings run top four rates of both cover four and cover six. And Amon Ross St. Brown is fifth in fantasy points per snap versus these two coverages combined behind only A.J. Brown, Cooper Cup, Stefan Diggs, and DeAndre Hopkins. St. Brown's also being targeted on more than 28% of his routes versus these coverages. And cover four and cover six are deeper coverages that prevent big plays. And these are zone coverages. And this is where Amon Ross St. Brown succeeds the most. In the middle of these zones, when teams are playing back, he absolutely killed the Vikings early in the season where he had 73 yards before missing the second half with an injury. I think that he is in for an absolutely huge game this week. But on the other side of the ball, a team that I don't think is going to have a big of a week is Kirk Cousins. And Kirk Cousins is playing these Lions who have run the fifth highest rate of man in the 28th highest rate of zone. And Kirk Cousins is completing 50% of his passes versus man compared to 70% versus zone. And against man coverage, Kirk Cousins is also averaging just 6.5 yards per attempt, which is 31st in the NFL. And I think Vegas sees this. The Lions are favored by two points against the Vikings that have one of the best records in the NFL. I know that the Lions are the worst team in the NFL versus QBs on paper, but I think that with how bad Kirk Cousins has been against man coverage, I just can't trust it. I think Kirk Cousins is in for a trap game, a bad week. Ben, we'll go back to you for your next stat. Yeah, another quarterback that I'm really not excited to watch is Deshaun Watson this week. The Bengals are running the fifth highest rate of cover two. And last week, Watson only had three pass attempts against cover two. He only completed one of those three, which doesn't say much because he was awful against all types of coverages, but the Browns offense this year has been really bad against cover two. Donovan Peoples Jones and Amari Cooper rank 65th and 76th respectively in fantasy points against cover two. Amari Cooper is a top 10 wide receiver this year. He just hasn't produced against cover two. And a lot of that has to do with how this team plays against cover two, but also Deshaun Watson, just not great. The Bengals are allowing the sixth fewest fantasy points to opposing quarterbacks. So this won't be the good game for this rusty quarterback either. We do know that Cleveland struggles run the ball last week against Houston. And, you know, Houston's the worst rush defense in the NFL. So in my opinion, Bengals defense could be a top streaming option this week. They're only owned in about 35% of ESPN leagues. Highly recommend you checking them out. Yeah, I think someone else you should be checking out is Tua Tungavailoa, who I think is going to be absolutely phenomenal this week. We called him last week, and he disappointed big time. Maybe it was because of the Waddle injury, maybe because it was Tua injuries, who knows. But I think that Tua Tungavailoa is in for a big bounce back against the Chargers, who run the second most man coverage in the NFL. And the only QBs better in fantasy points per snap versus man coverage than Tua are Mahomes, Jalen Hurts, Josh Allen, Justin Fields, and Geno Smith. Tua also has the second highest completion percentage and is averaging 9.7 yards per pass attempt, which leads the NFL versus man coverage. He's thrown five touchdowns to one interception, and I think that he is in for a smash spot. He's great against man, but don't forget, he's also the number one QB in the NFL in points versus zone per snap. It shows these stats, though, that Tua 
you know, has had some injuries and some things that kept him out of games fully healthy. But on a per-snap basis, he's been as good as any quarterback in the NFL against pretty much any coverage. And I think in a game that's going to score as many points this week as the Chargers and Dolphins, I think that he is in for a massive game. But I think, Ben, you have a tight end that you think is in for a massive game this week. Who is it? We do. And you mentioned Tua on last week's show. I mentioned Pat Fryermuth on last week's show. And I think he is going to have another good game, much like he had last week. Last week, I mentioned his matchup against the Falcons, who haven't been great against slot wide receivers. And I had mentioned that even though Fryermuth is not a slot wide receiver, he's a tight end, he is still running a ton out of the slot. And he still leads the Steelers in targets, receptions, and yards out of the slot since Claypool left. You finished last week as the tight end nine without a touchdown. He had 76 yards on three targets or three receptions, and he was overthrown on what would have been a 30 yard touchdown. His matchup this week is extremely similar. The Ravens are arguably worse against the Falcons against slot wide receivers, allowing the ninth most points per game. And if that argument doesn't do it for you, the Ravens are giving up the fifth most points per game to tight ends in the slot. Fryermuth leads this Steelers team in target share, and he's in another smash spot. I can't wait to fire him up. Another guy that I think I'm going to fire up and my last guy for today is none other than Garrett Wilson. He was phenomenal last week, and I'm going right back to the well. And Garrett Wilson, in games without Zach Wilson, is averaging 11 targets, 94 yards, 117 air yards, and over 20 fantasy points per game in PPR. And according to Scott Barrett of Fantasy Points, all of those numbers are top seven in the entire NFL as a rookie who has only played in 12 career games. And now they're playing a Bills offense who is bottom half in the NFL versus wide receivers. The Bills are favored by nine and a half points, which is going to throw the Jets, force the Jets to throw the ball even more. And in these games without Zach Wilson, the Jets are throwing the ball 48 times per game. He's got the passing volume. He's seeing the targets, the yardage, the air yardage, the fantasy points. And any time that he is not playing a game without Zach Wilson, Garrett Wilson has been absolutely fantastic. I think he is in for a phenomenal week. Ben, we will close the show with you. What is your final stat that the people need to know for this coming week? Another guy who's going to have a phenomenal week. It's Hunter Henry. The Cardinals are by far the worst team against tight ends. They're allowing 19.2 points per game to that position. And that is three points higher per game than the next highest defense. Over the past month, the Cardinals are allowing the third most points to receivers in the slot, and he is running out of the slot on about 30% of snaps. The Patriots are also preparing to go without Jacoby Myers, who leads the team in target share, so there are extra targets to go around to guys like Hunter Henry, and this is also a pretty good matchup for Ramondre Stevenson if you're looking for a decent stack option in DFS. Yeah, I, I absolutely love all those guys. The Cardinals, Spike, you said the worst team in the NFL by far against the tight end position. They've allowed 30 more points to tight ends than any other team, over double the points allowed to tight ends than the San Francisco 49ers. They have just been absolutely atrocious. I think it's a big game for Hunter Henry and hopefully another big week for our listeners in all of their fantasy leagues. But as always, don't forget to check out the edge tool at the 33rd team.com slash the dash edge Literally the greatest fantasy football tool ever created has changed the way I play DFS and everything else in between. But as always, don't get forget to follow my amazing co-host at Ben Wolby, one of the rising stars in this industry. But for me, for Ben, and for everybody else, and as you head into these playoffs this week, 
don't forget to chase that upside.